Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Relaxed Running Podcast. Tyson Popplestone here, and today we're joined by a real friend of the show by the name of Dave McNeil. If you don't know Dave or if you haven't heard any of the other episodes, he's a regular here. We catch up to talk about training, we catch up to talk about racing, we catch up to get updates on how he's going, on what his plans are, and, and just talk shop. I've, uh, I've been friends with Dave now for gee, close to 20 years. We used to compete against each other. And we're about 13 or 14 years old. So the relationship stems back a long way. I'm not going to get into too many details about who won most of the races, uh, but just say, listen more to what Dave has to say than what I have to say on running performance. He's a, uh, he's a three-time Olympian. He's a 27-45-10K man, a 13-11, I want to say, 5K man. Uh, 337 for 1500. He's got plenty to teach in the world of distance running and uh, he's also a really interesting and easy guy to talk to. So I enjoy having him on here as much as I can. Before we do get into the conversation, if you haven't been around for a while, you might not yet know that uh, the Relax Running webpage, the website has had a massive makeover in the sense that we're now offering not only personalized running training programs for a maximum of 20 athletes. If you want to get on board, there's still room. We've got a few spaces. Um, that'll be you and I working together, regardless of what level you're at, what fitness level you're at, what uh, times you're running for the events you're, you're aiming towards. You're welcome to jump on over and see if you and I might be a good fit. We also have soccer membership, lacrosse memberships. We've got AFL running memberships and uh, field, hockey, uh, field hockey running membership. So if you're looking to, or you know someone who might be looking to improve their running performance in either their running or their running based sport, make sure you send them over. So relaxrunning.com is where you'll find all of that. And just a reminder, all of these YouTube video, all of these podcast episodes are available on YouTube now as well. So if you prefer to watch it, jump over to Relaxed Running on YouTube. But for now, let me get out of the way. That's enough of an introduction and introduce to you myself and Dave McNeil. Now that's good. I actually don't know Joel Tobin White really well. I've, I've heard his name pop up, you know, all over the shop because I know he's a quality runner. But in terms of if I bumped him into him down the street, I don't even know if I would recognize him. But I know, um, well, Brett, Brett was on here sort of early-ish in the mm. piece and I went out to his place on the other side of the Westgate Bridge, wherever I can't remember what it was called. Do you know? Oh where yeah, he, he yeah he was he was over like what Williamstown Way for a little while. Um, yeah, but now he's yeah he's back in like East Melbourne now. I think. Oh, okay, that's right. Actually, I think he moved to Richmond just before I moved out. But um, man, in terms of uh, in terms of just chemistry and being a a good bloke to chat to, I can imagine yeah. a podcast would suit him beautifully because I had a I had a ball <laughs> just talking shop with him and picking his brain about marathon training yeah. and. Yeah. Um, but that's even even that's been a little while, man. We're just saying before I hit record, it's it mm. seems to be a little bit of a theme of of uh, mine and your friendship. That it, it, what's that been? Just like that three months without yeah. even as much as a we, hello, Jesse. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. What is it? I, I think I think it's you and I are very similar in this respect. I think we're both. I think both of our brains are pretty frantic and disorganized. No disrespect intended, <laughs> but but I think we're both a bit frantic, and disorganized. Always doing, always doing something. Always like um, got ideas, and then we just yeah, things get away from us. And that's I feel like that's that's both of us. But that's it's great because like you know we sit down now and it's like no time's passed. 
It's so true. Yeah, I was out. Uh, for those of you listening, I was I was sitting at home last night going, all right, this is ridiculous. I'm going to message you today. I'm going to message you and try and catch up. This week was my goal. And then when you said uh, you're having your wisdom teeth out on, is it tomorrow? I thought, all right, uh, I'm getting it. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting in before that because I don't know how long you can't talk with wisdom teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Up to their I'm, sure, I'm sure I'll be able to talk, but I'll I'll probably I won't, might not be as chipper and chirpy. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, <laughs> mate, what's been going on? Um, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I yeah, I mean, running running's just kind of ticking along. Although having said that, I I um. I sustained a bit of an injury at, at Zadapec. Um, and um, yeah, it's now, now meant I've got to have a couple of weeks off running, which, which is a bit annoying, but um, I, it's also the longest I've gone without an injury. So yeah, I'm grateful for that. Um, and bummed not to be running, but um, you know, it's nice weather. And um, I think, yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got so many other things going on that it kind of, um, I still am getting some excitement from from each day and and um, and feeling feeling reasonably fulfilled, which you know for a lifetime that's what running's done. But um, <clears throat> yeah, um, and then last week I just uh, finished up at my probably my I guess my like actually I don't know if you could actually say I have a main job. <laughs> I have I have lots of little side hustles, and I I finished up one of my side hustles, which was um working in a private practice out in Blackburn Mm -hmm. um which was um a hard thing to give up um but um yeah it was was, I think it was the right decision and and all in um in earnest of yeah chasing some of these um things that I'm I'm trying to build at the moment which is like a yeah a bit of a um business and um just a venture, I guess. Um, yeah. Just, I guess, um, I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm very, very, very millennial and very selfish and, um, but I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to build a, you know, the, the life that I, that I want to live, which is, you know, to, I, I love running. So I want to keep doing that. And I love having the flexibility of being able to travel. So I want to keep doing that. So, um, you know, I, I, um, I left left work for you know six months last year to to travel and um, I, I want to have be able to take some some work with me and and keep supporting myself and and so forth so um, yeah kind of building something that's allows me to live the lifestyle I want to lead but also I think um, yeah just kind of ticks all the boxes for the things that really like yeah fulfill me um, you know touch my heart touch my spirit and mm. and um and the the things that i get joy from and and um yeah sense of um um yeah sense of purpose i guess um so yeah that's kind of what i'm got what i'm working on <laughs> i was gonna say i think i know what it is that you're working on but it's been a little yeah. been a little while so i'm not convinced yeah. i do so obviously i've been reading a lot of your tempo journal articles mm. i've seen i've seen you've uh you, you seem to have made a a lot more of a shift, a bit of a jump into into the world with them, um, mm. and then also your—I don't know the name of it, I don't know the details yeah. of it well yeah. enough yet—but you've yeah. you've given me a little bit of an overview of what you're trying to create in the uh, in the world of running. But in yeah. terms of what you are putting together, man, what are what are, are these new sort of ventures you're referring to? Yeah, well, so I I I mean, 
one thing I started, which um, some people know of, I started a, a community run um, just kind of in my, you know, local neighbourhood. It was, again, it was, um, you know, inspired in, in large part by, I think, a, a shift in, in running culture, you know, the world over, but, but particularly in Melbourne and um, a, a much needed shift, I think, in, in running culture that I think is, um, across the board a lot more inclusive and I think across the board is just, um, you know, I, I think resonates with, with uh, people's values more, which is, you know, just these community-based runs which, um, you know, are open to anyone, um, you know, not this, this kind of tribal club versus club type thing which, um, you know, it has, it is still, it, it's still great that we have that but I don't think that meets the needs of, of everyone and, and of all runners. Um, and, and for certainly for a lot of runners, like, you know, it's doesn't even cross their conscious conscience to, to think about like a, a racing and, and stuff like this. So um, there's a lot of, lot of um, groups and, and, and community runs around and um, you know, inspired by that, I wanted to do one too. And, and so I, I started a, um, uh, I started running um, uh, in Brunswick, um, which starts and finishes at a brewery on a on a Friday afternoon evening, and um, yeah, we're we're five five runs in now, um, so we're the sixth run this week, and um, yeah, I think it's just I so that the I guess the back the background for the the development of the community run was that I. Um, I started something called the Northside Collective, um, which I guess now, like, you know, um, I guess it's a company. So it's my company, I guess. Um, but, you know, my, it was basically um, my way of kind of um, compiling, putting in a box um, all the things and activities and, and, and tasks and jobs and, um, things that I like doing and want to do um, and yeah, try and turn it, turn it into kind of a community based venture. And, and um, the community runs the first part of that. And um, it's just been like, I, do, I don't really do anything with it. I just, I, I just say that it's on and people show up and um, I, I, I'm, I'm always thrilled to see new people each week and, um and and meet new people and and i think it's the same for everyone else and it's just has a good vibe and um yeah the run's just becoming you know whatever it is i um you know i, I think the what i launched it as and and um my my mission for for the Northside collective which is i guess um you know i'm, I'm trying to inspire and in and support people's health holistically um, or the, the Northside Collective is trying to do that. Um, and, you know, I, I, I see health as multidimensional and, um, and, you know, for run, for me, running um, has been a, uh, something in my life that's allowed me to touch into each of those dimensions. And um, I, yeah, I just wanted to, to, to I guess, share that with people. And, um, and, you know, I'm sure down the track, like, that will kind of, um, I think that's probably maybe to a certain extent um, attracted certain people to the run, um, just kind of my, my vision for what it is. 
But at the end of the day, it's just a run on a Friday afternoon <laughs> that finishes with a beer, which I think most people, <laughs> um, a lot of people would would enjoy. And 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 even if you don't like beer, it's uh, there's um, there's there's non-alcoholic beverages as well. And I think that the point of it is 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 not is, yes to do the run because running feels good and and it's and it's a nice way to end your week. Um, uh, but more than that, it's it's about gathering at the end and 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 kind of fostering and and um, and building a, a sense of community, um, which I think yeah you combine that with running and now you're starting to tap into like multi dimensions of people's health and health and well being. Um, that's what it is. It's just a run. That's <laughs> that cool. Finishes man. and everyone meets up and has a drink and um, and then all the other stuff that you know. I, I want Northside to be and, and hopefully what it will become is, um, yeah, work in progress, I guess. Five but runs yeah. in, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. So how are people finding out about it? You uh, what um, you, you put the word out there relatively early yeah. and then, like, are you, yeah. are you advertising it at all or are you just, just seeing who yeah, rocks up? I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's interesting. I, I yeah, I, 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 I kind of just promoted it on, on social media and, um you know, I had, um, <laughs> I had some, uh, or I, uh, the, the actual launch was was absolutely made possible by some absolutely gun photography from uh, Riley Wolf. <laughs> so, um, so he he did a little photo shoot for us, and um, and then you know just friends friends and family kind of sharing it and promoting it, and it's just kind of made the rounds and and word word of mouth, I guess, as well. Um, and yeah, each week we've been getting like 10, 15 people, um, which I like, I think it's actually like a really nice number because it's, it's, um, you know, you get to the end and it's, it's not so many that you can't actually like all sit together and all, all share stories and all kind of feel connected, um, as opposed to being like, you know, potentially a lot bigger. And then you have like little groups and things like that, which both are, both are good, but I'm kind of liking it like it is at the moment, kind of. Uh, a little bit on the small, like a manageable, smaller size scale. Uh, yeah, nice man. How uh, how far are you guys running? It's a yeah. It, the if you run f- to and from the brewery and do a lap of Princess Park, it's six kilometers. Um, and yeah, it's the I guess the the thing that we're that we're working on and and trying to I guess like get the feel right um is is just that I, I want it to be as inclusive as possible um i don't want people to feel that they can't come because they can't keep up or they're the it's too slow or it's too fast i don't want it to be about that but me wanting that is 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 that that's 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 what i want but like actually um realizing that that intention um yeah we're, we're kind of working on it and and making sure that people do feel welcome but yeah at the moment it's um we we make it pretty clear at the start like there's no um you can run as or walk as fast or as slow as you like and we just when we all get back you know we don't get a drink until everyone's back so um yeah just really highlighting that it's about you know um coming together at the end as you know runners and it doesn't matter how fast or slow you are yeah, very nice, man. No, that's good, dude. I wanted to ask you about your injury that you mentioned. You are uh, yeah, yeah, you got during the end of Zadapet because I watched the race yeah. today, and yeah. uh, I watched. I actually, I say I watched the race. I watched the last five laps, 
and mm. you still looked good with five laps to go. You still looked good when you crossed the finish line. Like I know you're uh, you're you're within a, a almost within arm's reach of, of the victory. But if if you uh, if, if if you hadn't said anything, I, I would have had no idea that that anything had gone wrong. So yeah. like injury front, what what went wrong there? Um, yeah, I just I um, I think I well. Congratulations, yeah, so my, by the way. It was a great race. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, no, it was um, it was good, and and um, and Jack's obviously obviously in phenomenal shape. So um, he uh, he was a, a very worthy winner. Um, but yeah, I, I just yeah, you know, ten k in spikes. Um, having you know, I've I've I wear spikes once a week to do my strides. Um, but I just do strides on 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 the the hundred meter straights at the track and. I think just all the running around the bends, my my inside foot, um, yeah, it just uh, it just kind of jammed up against my my talus, which is the the bone underneath your ankle. Um, and after the race, I just thought that I was like a bit regular sore, soreness, stiffness. Um, but yeah, like five days of jogging, and it just wasn't really getting any better. And then I was about to try a, a session and did some faster strides and it just didn't feel right. So I just decided to have a few days off and um, to be, and at that point I kind of knew what it was, um, but I just to be sure and, and get a bit of certainty around like time frame. I had a, I had a scan and yeah, it was a little bit of bone bruising on like real low grade bone bruising on the, their talus. And um yeah, so it'll just been another couple of weeks of of no running just to let it settle down and um and then yeah, should be able to um ease back into it again. Um but yeah, a bit annoying because um yeah, we're obviously getting into the domestic season now, so that'll probably um interrupt things with that a little bit. But um yeah, it doesn't change my goals for the year and um and yeah, it is what it is, and you just you just um yeah, well, <laughs> easier said than done, and and a lesson it's taken me a long, long time to 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 learn. But you you just go with the flow, and and uh, that's my reality at the moment. And um, yeah, I'll I'll be I will run I will run again in a couple of weeks. It'll be all yeah. all okay. <laughs> yeah, nice man. What do you got your eyes set on for for this year? Are you planning to get over yeah. to Europe anytime soon? Yeah, yeah. So I think um, yeah. So I, I I would love to try and qualify for world champs um i i want to do a a 10k um so at this stage i'll probably go to the us in in april and do a bit of altitude training and then and then run a 10k in may and um and then uh, of course I'll, I'll do some 5ks as well and um yeah hopefully i can i hopefully i can run well in 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 both of them i i um i really would like to run a 10k pb this year it was kind of the the one race i didn't do last year so um and I, I yeah I was obviously I was in good shape last year so um yeah before I uh before my old old body packs it in I want to try and get a, a 10k pb as well <laughs> awesome man awesome what is your 10k actually I'm going to be able to tell you this 26 is it 2647 oh sorry 27.47 Oh mate, I wish it was twenty six forty seven. I wish I wish it was twenty six forty seven as well. As the uh, as the numbers were coming out of my mouth, I thought, hang on, something feels off with this with this phrase. What yeah. what is it? So twenty seven forty five. Yeah. Okay. And I yeah. I mean I have to if I want to go to world champs, I have to run quicker than that anyway. So 
Um, and I know I can. Um, absolutely. It's, it's, um, but yeah, it's actually doing it. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> you can do something and actually doing it are two different things. And, um, you know, it, it also uh, will, you know, get, getting the timing right and right day and, and, you know, favorable, favorable conditions, all those things play a part in it. But um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my goal for this year is try to get to world champs and um, yeah. Is the Commonwealth Games on this year? Yeah, Commonwealth Games as well. So I guess I do. Um, it's a big year. I uh, just yeah. then when you said world champs because I, I hadn't even thought about world champs and yeah. uh, I hadn't looked too yeah. far into when the actual Commonwealth Games were. But just then, yeah, yeah. got thrown off because I was like, hang on yeah, a second, they're, they're only... five games one year to that's a big yeah. couple of months. Yeah, well, yeah, no, they're only like a week or two apart. So um, yeah, I mean, if I if I qualify for well, if you, if I hit the qualifier, I'm kind of qualified for both. So, um, so yeah, but I, I, I guess in my head, I'm, I'm really, um, I, I really want to go to world champs, um, just because I, it's kind of, it seems so strange. I've only actually, I've actually only ever been to one track world champs and that was back in 2009. Um, and then every time, every time World Champs comes around, I'm either injured or I, one year I missed, missed it by 0.01 of a second. And, <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, I just, yeah, I do, I want to go back to World Champs and it's, it's, it's in Eugene, Oregon, which um, is a, uh, a pretty cool place uh, in the, the, the world of, of athletics, track and field. And um, I've had some, good races there um not in the, the new refurbished stadium but back in the old haywood field so um yeah i kind of want to get back there <laughs> dude that's exciting i uh when was it 2014 i went to eugene um with with jesse because because yeah. jesse's brother lives over in in oregon in a place oh, called yeah. medford and we took the day trip yeah. out to the old track and i just cut oh. three laps there of the old track and, <laughs> and was mind blown without any atmosphere then i saw yeah. the redone track uh, with a full stadium and thought oh my gosh like I didn't yeah. think the athletics vibe in in Eugene could get much better than what it already was yeah. but I reckon they they've done something special with the uh with the new outfit as well I think yeah I mean it's you know it is it's absolutely a little bit sad to to lose the kind of the historic old Haywood field but um yeah it's obviously like a, an amazing amazing new stadium and and um yeah that 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 town in particular just has a, um, yeah, a real connection to the sport of track and field. And, um, and so, yeah, it, it does have a vibe. It does have a vibe there. And I think, um, yeah. And even for you, like no one in the crowd and just running around, like you would have felt something. I was um, so pumped. I was so yeah, pumped. I yeah, I was pretty yeah. contained. It, it's just, there's a vibe there. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty insane, man. So did you say, was your original plan to go over to the States first or go to mm, Europe first? Or yeah. are you sort of just playing? Probably, as probably the to moment? the States first. And then um, I, I, yeah, States first. And then I assume probably to Europe after that to do some, yeah, some, some other races. Um, and then, yeah, depending on whether I get to world champs or com games, then um, yeah, onto that afterwards. Man, some of the Aussie boys over in America at the moment are uh, traveling along pretty nicely. Huh? Oh, man, I was no. I was watching I was watching Ollie Hall the other day go around yeah. for the indoor mile record. Have you been paying yeah. much attention to what he's up to over there? Yeah, yeah, he's flying. He had a 
yeah, obviously that winning the Wanamaker Mile and he's, um, yeah, he ran a good 5K, you know, in December, I think as well. Um, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's smashing it. I was watching I was watching Josh Kerr come around with there is about 500 metres to go up the Wanamaker Mile. And I thought Josh Kerr, just based on his, his sort of history in 1500 metre running, now an Olympic bronze medalist, that oh, yeah. it's going to be hard to, to run away from this bloke. But yeah. he's deceptive. He's such a smooth mover, isn't he, Ollie Hoare? Uh, yeah. But it, it kind of trips you out just how quickly he's running. Like when I, I know yeah. he's a 1500 metre man, but to see him run 350, yeah. I thought, hang on, yeah. he looks like he just could have kept on operating it yeah. at that kind of pace. He's he's hit some uh, some pretty special form the last 18 months. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, I think he's, he's the whole package. He's, he's um, you know, he's a, He's obviously unbelievably talented. He he absolutely works his ass off. Um, you know, just just knowing a little bit about um, their group and their coach, and and um, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. It's like the trifecta. <laughs> so um, so yeah, but it's it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's great to see. How's Morgan going? I think he might be out at the moment with a, a little niggle as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what his current status is, but yeah, he certainly um, he was certainly a bit banged up after Tokyo, and um, yeah, so I, I he's he's obviously not doing much or not racing at the moment, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually. It's been a while since I've caught up with him, so that's a reminder. I'll send Morgan a message after this. See how he's, going. <laughs> he's a funny character, man. I um. Anyone who, who doesn't know Morgan, check out he's, he's he's got a good little YouTube channel. I don't know if we've spoken about it before, but he was explaining that the life of a distance runner, it's great, but it's also really boring. So he started this channel just to uh, use as a bit of a creative outlet. And he's actually, uh, yeah. he's, he's pretty good behind the camera, I think. He's, he's got a podcast that I see he's uh, got up and running at the moment yeah. called The Coffee Club with a group of locals. So um, it, it seems to touch on running and a whole heap of other stuff. So for those yeah. of you who are interested in the uh, American running scene, especially, you need to go check that out. But have you yeah. spent much time with him? Because he's, uh, I had him on here for an hour once and, and really enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, um, he's, but- he's one of my he's one of my favourites. Yeah, I've spent quite a bit of time with him over the years. Um, you know, both at Falls Creek and um, and then we we roomed together on a few on a few different trips. And um, yeah, he's he's um, yeah he's one of my faves. He's a good fella. <laughs> How are the local boys going? How's your crew traveling at the moment? Yeah, everyone's, I think, going pretty well now. Um, I think, yeah, COVID took a bit of a toll on a few people, but um, I think most people are kind of through that. And, um, yeah, obviously, I haven't, I haven't been there for the last two weeks, so I feel, I feel like I've probably lost a little touch of how everything's going. But, um, yeah, um, before that, yeah, every, everyone's, everyone's going well. Yeah, it was good to see Jack getting back out there, and uh, like I know, mm-hmm. I know he's your mate of yours, and yet, but you're also uh, in the world of running. It's quite competitive, so, so sorry to rub yeah. any salt in the wound, but no, it was no. it was good to see a bloke of his caliber getting back to uh, get, getting back to his stripes as well. Over Absolutely, the last yeah. Like after he, his, he, yeah. he struggled a bit with injury as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he was he was carrying a stress here in Tokyo, and and um, so that that was a, a real bummer for him, and. Um, but yeah, he's bounced back really well, and he he um, he obviously um, took me down in the half marathon in in December, and um, and then uh, yeah, did the same at Zadipek. I I, uh, I mean, I laugh about it now, but like he, um, yeah, I don't know, like three or four laps to go, I was just sitting in, and I was feeling really good, and and like 
um, controlled and is like, sweet, we're, we're, we're all good here. We're all good here. And then Jack just does this like little wave with his hand for me to come around. And I just like, like there was no, I had no intention of going around. Like I, um, I was, you know, it's, it's a race and you, you try and play to your strengths. And, but like, I just like uh, Jack and I, and, and obviously all that group, we're, we're training together so, so much. And, and that's what we do is like, you know, we, we train really hard. And so in order to get through those training sessions, everyone has to do their bit. And I just like, just this, there was just this automatic reaction in my head. Like Jack's asked me to go to the front. Yep. Too easy. I'll do that. And then I just like, and as soon as I did, I was like, what are you doing, Dave? Like, this is a race. <laughs> what and, part of the race was I, that? Yeah, that, that was Zadapec. <laughs> Sorry, are we, how far into it? Oh, yeah, it must have been like three or four laps to go, I think. Um, and I, as soon as I went around, I was like, oh, that was silly. But like, you know, if you're going to hit the front, like you got to do something with it. So I picked up the pace, but I, I, I could see I wasn't, I wasn't having any impact on Jack. So I just thought, nah, like I... I don't, if I can't shake him now, then I, I want to at least make sure I'm good for the last lap. So I just kind of, I let him go back around again. But um, I think probably just the, you know, the, the relatively warm evening and I, I was definitely dehydrated. Like just that little, that little spurt, um, like it just, it's, it sent my, probably my body temperature like through the roof. And I went from being like super under control, like, ready for a, a, a nice little kick down. And then all of a sudden was like, oh shit, I've run out of gears here. Um, and then yeah, crossed the line. I couldn't see straight for like five minutes. I was so, I was so like dizzy and overheated. Um, but um, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, I'm kicking myself. I, sh- I um, yeah, I just kind of like, I flinched and, um, and, uh, and Jack, Jack baited me and he, um, it was, uh, it was a good move. <laughs> that's so fun i can see how that happens as well i know that feeling of uh running around with a group of guys and, and just giving a friendly little wave as if to say hey all right carry some of the weight i could yeah, imagine yeah. being stuck in a, a race situation and doing it before i realized what was going on as well yeah. did you guys did you dodge the wind that night because i know lakeside can be pretty brutal in the uh yeah the it, was, it was it was windy but like not as like it could have been a lot worse i've definitely it's definitely been worse there but yeah the back straight was um pretty breezy yeah. Okay. So, how much does your training vary for a race like Zadapec, um, as it does going into a race like like the Melbourne Half? Are you? Because I know, but yeah, but yeah. I, I have a feeling you might say that because I know Bedou especially has got a reputation for, um, or in, in my mind, he seems to have a reputation for just being miles and miles and miles. Like Stewie's mm. a great example of that. Run his well, I know he ran three thirty one off not a whole heap of fast work. So I'm only yeah. going to assume the same the same thing was true when he ran three twenty nine, but are you um like are you adjusting your long runs and stuff much between a 10k and a and a half or is it always pretty not, um, not really yeah no not really and and yeah absolutely there's 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 a commonality in the, what we're all doing un, under nick's nick's tutelage guidance um but yeah how i train and, and how some of the other guys train is probably quite different like i my mileage is probably quite a bit lower than than a lot of the guys in the group um joel joel's joel's probably on the lower side like me as well um and and everyone i think is um probably tapers a little bit differently as well and and um yeah I, i've you know i've i've or nick and i i guess have 
figured out for me that like I yeah I, I do better with a little less mileage and then in terms of getting ready for the races yeah it's the same it, it, not much changes because I think we're we're doing the sort of training that touches on all of the systems that are, are active in across a range of distances so you're kind of ready for everything um you know in 10k and a half marathons not a whole lot of difference um probably doing a few faster laps on the track on a tuesday you know in the last month compared to before um before the half marathon and and we'll do more faster stuff as the season goes on you know doing more you know 5ks and 3ks and things like that but um you know 95 percent of the training doesn't really change um mm. and and for me like getting ready for any race well not any race some races i might just like the week the week of might shorten a few runs or something and then some races i might like for two weeks just like um uh, you know maybe shorten shorten a few of the long runs and things like that but um yeah not not much not a lot changes from race to race and distance to distance it's interesting you mentioned the taper because i've sort of noticed that seems to be the one element because i've always gone on about how australian training in general is is really similar and i know like there, there are fairly there's some fairly common um comparisons that you can make in the world of distance running but i reckon the uh, the broadest differences in in so many australian distance runners training is in that week or two out from a race i was always yeah. the kind of guy who i, I really enjoyed training like a with a fairly relative or fairly comparable load to, to what I would usually do. And then, yep. as you said, that week out, I might just yep. adjust some of the longer runs or take off yeah. a rep or two from the Ks or whatever it was that I was doing. But I used yeah. to, have, I had a mate, Kyle Simons, who back in the day, he used to swear, but he would have, he'd have three days completely off before a 1500 meter race. Yeah. And he, it yeah, just yeah. managed, it just managed to work for him. And for yeah. me, if I got to a start line with three days off, I, yeah. Just psychologically, I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't quite feel ready for this. But um, have, have you noticed that? Like, do you notice there's a fair bit of a um, wiggle room in terms of people's approach to to that taper, whether Absolutely. it's a week or two out? Absolutely, and it's not even just limited to the taper. It's 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 all the training. I, I think um, you know one of the barriers. I think, and you just touched on it there, is that you know with any of these things, any sort of training you we focus so much on your physical preparation but it is balancing all those other factors like your your, your mind as well and and just your, your just your general sense of well-being and balance in your life and things like that and and that is absolutely different for everyone um but there is such a um a a, a cultural element to how we train and you, you touched on that as well as you know there's there's this there's a cultural element to how Australians train like for a lot of people for a long time like it was so 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 heavily influenced by you know what Ron Clark did and Deeks did and Mona did and and you know these three sessions a week and you know um you know these long Sunday long runs and all of this and and elements like that persist and and you know it's same with with any any training like um you know the traditional Lydiard style training like things like that persist but everyone everyone is different um but also you know as humans we're 99.99 percent the same as well so there is absolutely a lot um you know in training that 
it, it, it doesn't really matter. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work in some way, shape or form for everyone, but it's a balancing act. You're balancing the physical, you're balancing the mental, um, you know, you're balancing, you know, age and experience. Um, and I think one of the, the biggest ones that you're probably balancing um, is confidence and absolutely takes confidence, one, to make any changes to, to something that you've done for a long time. Um, and two, it takes confidence to, to back off <laughs> um, and, 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 and let your body rest, um, let your body recover, um, you know, takes confidence to, to go, I'm going to be okay, I'm not going to get unfit, it, you know, all these tapers and things like that. Um, and, and then again, there's the other element of, you know, just what's the race and what time of the year is it? Um, you know, how you taper for an Olympic, Olympic final is probably different to how you're tapering for, you know, a three week stretch where you've got like, you know, five races or something like you can't taper for every single race. <laughs> um, but your, your training is going to be modified during that period and, and so you're balancing all of these things, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, there, there are styles and systems that will suit most people with, with a few tweaks and making those tweaks um, takes a bit of experimentation, takes a bit of experience um, and it takes some confidence to, to, to make, make changes where necessary. Yeah, no, well said, man. How have you been navigating the, uh, what do you say? Um... What's the word I'm looking for? I've got calendar stuck in my head, but we touched on at the start of the, the chat, you were saying that, you know, you've got your, your north side run, you've got your, mm, yeah, mm. Yeah, your riding and everything that you're doing yeah. at the moment, like a couple, of, a couple of new little experiences sneaking yeah. in there. Like have you been going through any sort of transition period of trying to figure out where it all fits and how it all fits? Or, Huge. Hugely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, one, one of the things I'm working on, which I'm, I'm doing with a, a, a business partner is, um, and, and when you're doing something with someone else, like you, you know, it's, it's, you've got more than yourself to think about. And, um, and I, <laughs> organization is, is not a, not a skill or a, um, a, a practice that I'm very good at, <laughs> and, but, but I do find that the, the best way for me to be organized is to be busy. Um, oh, me too. I, I so, totally... so if I'm busy, uh, then then more stuff generally gets done. Um, and and not to mention like the whole you know being busy and and having some balance and is just good for good for my mind as well. Um, it's it's part of you know on the, on a very surface level, um, it's part of how I I'm probably manage my anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. What just uh, yeah. what through keeping busy. Yeah, 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 and um, and because I think if you think about it, when you're busy, um, you you are you're you're spending relatively more time in the present moment because if you're busy, your time and attention is spent on tasks that need to be done in that moment. Um, whereas when you're not busy, um, there's more time to where your mind is spending either in the past um, regretting or worrying or in the future worrying. Um, and so, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of like, I guess the, the slightly below the surface of, 
of why why it's good to be busy. I think for me at least, um, because that's something I that's something I always I always struggle with, and and is always something that I have to be pretty proactive about. <clears throat> that's a that's a good point. That's the other thing that I enjoy about uh like I I feel like I'm in this constant dance between all right, like do I want to live the most simple life and just have so much free time up my sleeve. Or do I want to just be like a little bit emotionally uh, separated from a lot of what I do, but but go, not emotionally separated, just not so emotionally um, uh, vulnerable based on like whether yeah, it's going yeah. well or going yeah. poorly. What I like about the, the times when I'm busy and I've actually, like my, my time counts for something is you don't have as much time to be able to, um, like if I've got all day and all I need to do is go shopping, then I've got all day <laughs> to decide when I want to get it done. And it just feels like the biggest yeah. task in the world. Yeah, Whereas yeah, if I've got yeah, if I've got a fifteen minute break and I'm like, all right, yeah. I got to go get those groceries now. It's like, all right, well, yeah. you just go and get them now. So yeah. often, I think and, what I'm trying and, to say. No, yeah. no, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, and you know, I I don't have this problem, but I I, I know enough people that that are in this situation. You, you throw in a a a child <laughs> into the mix, and and your the the you the need to to be efficient <laughs> and organized yeah well yeah the, the the need to be efficient is just um astronomically higher i've noticed that oh, it's funny you say it man <laughs> like that's one th- i don't know if we've talked about it before but one thing i often look at in my life it's like all right so i wake up at wake up when little mate gets up at, at seven and then it's like all right i gotta do dad, dad duty for an hour there and then you just feel like every element of your day is is just taken care of like or, or it's just it's just filled up because even i told yeah. you that we'll record here for an hour and then i'm on yeah. dad duty again tonight yeah. so it's yeah. like that's one thing people used to say b- before charlie was born it's like dude you're gonna absolutely love being a, a parent but you're yeah. also gonna have times where you're like oh my gosh what did i used to yeah. do with yeah. all my spare time i was like okay mate i just thought people were having a sook because they were terrible at managing yeah. their time so I not true yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, no I, I i'm just thinking like you know, when you get that, like, because I, I have this all the time, like just a, an urge and a need to just like be on your own for a moment <laughs> yeah. and, and just like, yeah, just just literally be on your own with, with nothing there, just you and your thoughts or not your thoughts, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. You probably don't get that as much. <laughs> that's probably that's probably one thing. And dude, like the the just for Charlie when he's twenty five and he listens back to his dad when he was younger, <laughs> the highs the highs of it obviously way outweigh any of no the question any no of question. the lows. But at Absolutely. the same time, I'm the same as you, man. Like it's amazing yeah. how much we have in common. Sometimes I just need someone not to be screaming in my ear and me yeah. just to, and me just to sit on the couch and relax yeah. so it is uh yeah it's definitely something i can appreciate but in, a, in yeah. a strange kind of way it has forced me in in many respects just to um think more carefully about where it is i commit my time to because yeah. i guess it makes sense as well like if you've if you've only got limited amount of time to commit to certain things then you you want to be mm-hmm. bloody careful that what what it is you're committing to are the things you really want to do because absolutely um, you know if you feel that yeah. hour with something that you wish you didn't that that yeah. hour is only sort of coming once a day so yeah that's been absolutely. that's been a really helpful thing yeah for sure i yeah 100 percent resonate with that and that's i have to i i mean i think um i yeah look at this the injury that i've got at the moment in in many ways was a quite an acute quite an acute injury but it is a it is a reminder that you know in order to stay off that nice edge, you know, I got to, I do have to be careful. Like, you know, if I, if, 
if I did have a goal that was probably most important or like at the top of the list at the moment, still like I, I'd probably say getting to world champs is like my number one goal for this year. Um, and um, and in order for that to happen, like I do have to be a bit more methodical and I can't, you know, necessarily just keep saying yes and tackle, um, you know, too, 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 too much. Um, because, yeah, you... you uh, it's it's kind of like there's a few different examples, but, you know, it's as, as simple as like do you want to do one thing really, really well or do you want to do 20 things like, you know, half well or do you want to do five things, you know, reasonably well um, and then just finding that balance. And everyone's going to be a little bit different. Some people may prefer to do 20 things like half okay um, but just get all the volume. Some people, you know, may want to just do one thing and 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 perfect it. Um, like you're perfectionists. So it's kind of on that perfectionist scale. Um, and then and then people that are either one towards one end or towards the other. And then, you know, I might, I'm probably more towards the perfectionist end, but I also uh, realise my shortfalls um, if I'm too single-minded, which is that I, I sabotage myself with, you know, anxiety and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting balancing act. It's such a weird balance act as well. This is one thing I, I I'm constantly attracted to the likes of the perfectionist. Like a couple of mm. my my closest mates, actually two of my closest, one of my closest mates, and a bloke who used to be one of my closest mates. We just sort of grew apart based on the fact we live mm. so far away. They're mm. both very similar to each other. They're both photographers, um, and they yeah. both are on that perfectionist side of things. Like they probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you look at what they get done, you probably. Yeah over the course of a week, you go, oh, you didn't get that much done, but what they got done looks, it looks really good. Whereas yeah. I'm a little bit of a, I'm a little bit of a broad net kind of guy to my, to my own mm. disadvantage sometimes where I'll yeah. cast a net thick, uh, cast a net wide. And then I'll, I'll, I'll try and bury down into a couple of projects. I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah. Like I've got an hour and a half to work on this. I've got seven things that yeah. need to be done. They all yeah. feel a, a, a little bit average if you're, if you're not yeah. careful. So is that perfectionist yeah. side of thing? Is that something that you've sort of tailored and developed? Cause I think, like in a lot of our um, personality, I would say we've got some real similarities, but that's one thing yeah. that I'd probably be a lot different to you in. I, I probably need to learn more about, you know, uh, staying focused and committing to the perfection side of things rather than just go, oh, all right, we'll try and get all of these things pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it. I look back on my life and it's, it's absolutely just been something that's been with me always. Um, and I think it was more of a liability uh, earlier on now now I um now now I know how to manage it a little bit better but like there's there's elements of that that don't leave you and you know <laughs> I've I've spent a long a lot of my life running at a pretty high level and surrounded by people that you know are running at even higher levels um and so <laughs> perfectionism is something I'm surrounded I've been surrounded by always um so it's kind of like a bit self-fulfilling almost it's just like your feet I think you feed off um other perfectionists as well and and um and yeah so it's it's something that's always been there for me personally um and I think it's probably like yeah there's I don't know I, I would say you know does it does like being a competitive runner breed perfectionism or does perfectionism lend itself to being you know, a, a competitive or athlete. Um, and I think it probably goes a little bit both ways. 
Um, but mine probably was, I think I was a perfectionist before I was a runner. Mm, it definitely, it definitely helps the running scene. I was just thinking as you were saying that, that with my running training back in the day when I was still competing really seriously, mm. perfectionism was a hundred percent an element of that. And I think you just, yeah. you're too quickly exposed in a, in a sport mm. like running. If you're, if you're not a perfectionist to the, at least the extent that you're getting your training done consistently, yeah. it's yeah. like, Oh, good luck trying to get anywhere in this sport. If you're yeah. not going to rock up daily and, um, yeah. Yeah, do the work that's required because it just, it just yeah. demands that of you, doesn't it? But I think, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think when you look outside of running a little bit more and just all the things that there are to commit your time to, mm. I think yeah. an attitude to, of, yeah. you know, the distance runner in me would be, would be helpful <laughs> just to, to, to rein it back in. But that's interesting, man. It's a, it is an interesting thing. Like I often noticed that there's a lot of OCD in the, yeah. in the world of distance running and, and probably yeah. because there are so many elements that you can adjust and critique and, uh, you know, yeah. and change it, it probably requires almost an element of that, but it definitely yeah. seems to be a personality, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a correlation between the, the world oh, of running and the, and the world of OCD. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause this is exactly what, um, I chatted to Dane Verway about a couple of weeks ago on his podcast. Again, apologize. I I'm on, like <laughs> dude no apologies no apologies to anyone run coach is a great podcast he's a great bloke yeah. as well so yeah 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 we're talking about that personalities and perfectionism and you know the um you know different characteristics that you come across in in sport and and in running in particular um yeah it's a yeah it's there's so many similarities but so much diversity as well mm. Yeah, it is true. It is true. I was going to say we've got, um, uh, we've got. I was going to say it'd be a, a subject we could tap into, but we should just send people to that to that episode. I'll put it in the show notes <laughs> so people who who might want to hear more about that can hear it. But just yeah. for my own selfish reasons, I'm curious. What yeah. were a couple of the uh, a couple of the, the the common personality traits that you reckon you guys oh, noticed in there? Do you remember? Oh man, now, now you're putting me on the spot. Now, I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, this this is the problem. Like I. I doing um, my brain's all over the place now so i forget, I forget <laughs> stuff quickly but um we did yeah look we talked about perfectionism for sure um and we talked about different um like personality profiles that you can you can do to kind of like get a sense for these things and and um and we were talking about it i guess a little bit from a physio perspective a little bit from a running perspective and and how understanding um, elements of personality um, uh, uh, is valuable um, in order to one one get get the most out of yourself. But I think, or I know also, um, in order to to connect with people um, and and to um, foster foster a connection and a and, and trust between people, understanding and, and knowing elements of personality, I think um, probably play into that a little bit. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, as a, as a physio, like that's, um, that's the, like the single most important thing for me is, is, is connecting with the person in front of me and, and, and making them feel, um, not making them, um, but that, fostering a setting where they feel safe um where they feel like they can be honest and open and where they feel listened to um 
and um yeah like when you do all those things then you get to know the person a little bit better and and what makes them tick and and knowing that stuff's important um as i said for connection and 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 for yourself as well mm. yeah it's interesting actually hearing you talk about that because i think before i was you know before i was doing my own thing i was a i was a high school teacher and uh, one of the most important things with with connecting with the kids in the world of, of PE I was in was was getting a bit of an understanding of you know their strengths their weaknesses their confidence yeah. levels yeah. it always made it so much easier to to deliver a lesson to a kid when you knew what it was yeah. they responded to so yeah. um yeah it is interesting I never really thought about the fact that of course as a physio yeah. someone who's treating injuries you you want the person yeah. to you know feel as though not only do you know what you're doing but you appreciate yeah. what it is yeah. they're going through and how they respond it's a uh, yeah yeah yeah, it's not a one-size-fits-all scene, is it? No, 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 not at all. And people have different beliefs, different expectations, um, and they're, they're all important things. Like it's, it's yeah, there's no, <laughs> you can't look at everything through like these individual pillars. Like, it's, I, man, I feel like I've got to shut up about it, but I just, I keep saying like everything's connected <laughs> and like, getting to know and understand how things are connected is, is um, yeah, and how we make sense of the world and how we make sense of each other and, and um, yeah, how we uh, get the most out of each other and, 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 and get the most out of, you know, being part of a, a community and things like that. Yeah, no, well said, man. Dude, um, I'm, I'm going to let you go in a moment because it's uh, – uh, Jessie's got COVID and she's on mum duty at the moment. So I told her I'd only oh, give her an hour. She got no sympathy from me. I'm like, baby, you're just putting it on. She's like, remember, <laughs> I, bro, I, I know she's not. I had it I had it last week and I've been Mr. Tough Guy the whole way through. I'm like, man, if I get COVID, my immune system will just brush it off. Dude, last Monday, I thought I was going to no. die. And I was like, this is the most humbling uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, have you copped it yet? No, I haven't yet. Um, oh, dude, it's so funny. I was such a little bitch with it for a day. Thank God <laughs> I made a quick recovery because it was, a, it was an yeah. embarrassment. So I teased uh, you. I don't, I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's this This is why, you know, this is why we're still talking about it two years later. It's it's no joke. Isn't that, uh, isn't that true? I know. Despite all the jokes I've tried to make of it, it just was not yeah, funny. It's a, it's a massive public health, um, public health problem. Yeah yeah far but, um, out, man. and yeah it, it's absolutely like having seen yeah like my my mum's had it and and brothers had it and um um sister-in-law and niece and yeah it's um and then a bunch of people you know that i run with and stuff and it's uh yeah it can knock you out <laughs> oh my sure. gosh very humbling well- yeah, well, I was, I, I definitely went down at least, at least for one day. My humility yeah. got checked, and then I recovered on Tuesday. I thought, mate, look at me, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> I'm only joking, but, but dude, yeah, that's right. But uh, by the time Jesse makes a full recovery, if I don't go out and take Charlie off her hands, I'm going to get in a headlock yeah. and be in a lot of trouble for a week. So I'll love yeah, you and leave you. Get, you but, uh, but bro, thank you so much for coming on, man. And as always, oh. pleasure, pleasure to catch up with you.